All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 8th of December. India's active cases of COVID-19 once again dropped below 4 lakh, a positive sign amid worries of a second wave of the virus. India reported nearly 33,000 new cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, taking the total tally to over 96.7 lakh. You must be aware of this by now, but it does bear repeating. Farmers protesting against the centre's new laws for the past 11 days have called on people to join their Bharat Band today in large numbers as police increase deployment at various Delhi border points. Various political parties, including the Congress, the Amatmi Party, Samajwadi Party, Bahujan Samaj Party, Nationalist Congress Party, Communist Party of India Marxist and Dravida Munetra Karagam are among the political parties that are backing the day-long strike. In the aviation space, bankrupt carrier Jet Airways, which was once the country's biggest airline by market value, is planning to restart operations as a full-service carrier by the summer of 2021. A consortium led by Dubai-based entrepreneur Murari Lal Jalan and Calrock Capital has set a revival plan for Jet Airways, which includes a dedicated freighter service and hubs in small Indian cities beyond Delhi, Mumbai and Bangalore. Jet Airways will operate all its historic domestic slots in India and restart international operations after it receives approval from Indian regulators and a bankruptcy tribunal, according to a statement yesterday. There were some expectations last night that the details of a relief stimulus package would be announced in the US, and that was leading to some positivity in those markets. But those expectations fizzled somewhat, with Republican and Democratic negotiators struggling to reach an agreement. Lawmakers are now set to postpone what had been a Friday deadline for passing a bill. In other news, the US announced sanctions against 14 members of China's National People's Congress as the Trump administration increases pressure on Beijing over its crackdown on Hong Kong. The 13 men and one woman targeted with asset freezes and travel bans are all vice chairpersons of the NPC's standing committee. Meanwhile, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson will travel to Brussels for crisis talks with European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen as they try to break the deadlocked negotiations over a post-Brexit trade deal. The two spoke yesterday evening amid worries from British officials that talks could collapse unless negotiators made rapid progress. In other news, China is bucking the global trend of greater economic stimulus amid the coronavirus, preferring instead to focus on controlling its record debt burden. Policymakers are allowing for tighter liquidity in the financial system and an economic recovery and a strong currency are giving them more room to focus on the task at hand. The shift is pushing up market rates, government bond yields trade near an 18-month high and interbank borrowing costs last month jumped to the highest since January, according to a report by Bloomberg. 
In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mostly lower and the dollar held gains against its peers. The S&P 500 and the Dow declined by 0.2 and 0.5% respectively, while the Nasdaq gained close to half a percent. And two of the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started the day in the red. The Australian benchmark is the odd one, gaining about three-tenths of a percent last I checked. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuning in as well. There is no stopping the rally in equity markets. The Nifty gained for the fifth straight day on Monday, ending above the mark of 13,300, which was another record high. Five out of the 50 index constituents ended at a 52-week high. The Nifty mid-cap and the small-cap index closed at the highest level in over two years. Now, let's get down to specific stocks for today. Canada Bank has launched a QIP on Monday, through which they intend to raised 2000 crore rupees the floor price for the qip is set at 103.5 rupees a share which is a 12 percent discount to monday's closing price the stock ended at the highest level since march this year gaining for the third straight day on monday the stock is the only one that remains in the fno ban for today's session now, Titan's board is set to place a request to the management of its wholly owned subsidiary in Switzerland called Flag to scale down the company's operations substantially so that further investments from Titan cease as early as possible. The company has invested close to 275 crore rupees over a period of time for the subsidiary's revival. However, the pandemic has severely dented the revival prospects of the Switzerland-based company. Titan will make provisions in the current financial year for additional impairments in addition to the 145 crore already provided earlier. MK Global, in a note released post the announcement, has called this a step in the right direction. Now watch out for a company called Technocraft Industries where Sunil Singhania's Abacus Emerging Opportunities Fund has purchased 2.3% stake at 311 rupees a share. Technocraft Industries is in the business of manufacturing construction equipment and apparel and has a market capitalization of close to 800 crore rupees. I would want to bring the two major paint companies to your notice, Asian Paints and Berger Paints, both of which ended at a record high on Monday. Both the stocks also gained for the seventh straight trading session. For Asian Paints, this is the longest gaining streak since January this year, while for Berger Paints, it is the longest since August of 2019. So keep an eye out for both these names. Some buzzing stocks that I would want to highlight from Monday's session, first one being HDFC AMC, which rose to a six-month high on Monday, ending with gains of over 4.5%. The stock gained for the fourth day in a row and was the top performer on the nifty next 50 index. Sinjin ended at a record high on Monday, ending with gains of over 6.5%. The stock saw its biggest single-day jump in three months. And Granules India, which was an underperformer on Monday, declining close to 7%, which was its biggest one-day drop since March this year. The stock fell to the lowest in a month and has declined in three out of the last four trading sessions. In terms of options positions, the 13,500 call for this Thursday's expiry continues to command the highest open interest with over 30 lakh shares. The put base, however, has moved higher to the 13,200 strike, which now has 36 lakh shares in open interest. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty showed that the index was flat, around the mark of 13,430. 
To know more about the stocks that will be in focus for today's session, do log into BloombergQuint.com and read up on the All You Need to Know copy. And with that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. There's lots to look forward to on the website BloombergQuint.com, so don't forget to check it out over the course of today. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.